Put my head on on the ground or on my shoulders. How do you say it? No, not on the ground. <laughs> oh, you just turn it. It's gonna fit. What is wrong with people? Cool story. Not everyone's a winner. It's Tianu's Bayou. <laughs> Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. This is... Who the hell are you people? Quitters never give up. Go ahead. And, uh, from what I understand, quitters never give up. Fucking amazing. But quitters never never give up? Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah! Quitters never... That's it. Quitters never give up. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said, that's all they do. The official name, right? That's the official name. Yeah. What's up, party people? It's Quitters Never Give Up. This is episode 96. Uh, are we still brought to you by Janky Town? Is that still a thing? I think so. Maybe. Sure, why not? Yeah. Okay. Now and forever, Janky Town. Part of the Janky Town Podcasting Network. Let's say hello to all the quitters. Let's say hello to Jen. Hey, party people. Edwin. Hello. Lindsay. Hello. And I'm Christopher. Let's get started with some uh, messages. Stone Man! <laughs> That's right. This week, it is the return of the Stone Man. He left us three messages. Let's get it going. Hit it, Steve. Quitters never give up. Caller Steve here, and I just want to say about the most recent one, what a great listen to the fabulous Sarah Shahi. God, she's just a lot of fun. I remember when she used to come on. Big fan. Big fan of Sarah Shahi. Don't know what she's up to these days, but that was a really fun clip you guys pulled. And then that... Uh, Jed with Sarah Palin was also fascinating and funny because I remember when Ralph would do Sarah Palin. That's not one I forgot. That was in his wheelhouse for sure. All right, you guys keep up the work. Love you. Bye. Let's give it up for Sarah Shahi. The people love her. Yeah, the people love her. And then he he remembers Sarah Palin. All right, next message. <laughs> Hit it, Steve! Okay, guys, sorry, it's Steve again. I jumped on too quick. And that drop on Sarah Shahi, she's drunk. I remember that one. She's drunk. Um, coming up later, you know, you're talking about the screw-ups of Kevin and how that was gold and how quickly they could process. I was always marveling at that, too, on how quick they could turn around stuff when he would make one of his mistakes made when, when he was trying to talk to a guest or otherwise to, to a bit. Um, you know, this show is just such a great look back. You guys got to just please keep doing it because I don't have the time or the energy to do what you guys do. And it's just really an amazing show. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. More loves for Sarah Shahi and, mm -hmm. and for us. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Fun doing it. Next message from Steve. Quitters never give up. 
It's Steve. And what are you guys doing throwing shade my way about not calling? I'm just been a little busy lately. Excuse me. Um, well, Steve, you're <laughs> our only caller. So if we don't mention it, it kind of seems empty. But but this week, he's not the only caller. We have another caller. Or message, messenger, messenger. Because they're not calls. They're voice messages. Consider them calls, I say. All right. Sounds more Call. professional if you say we have callers. True. All right, here we go. What's up, quitters? It's Luke from thegildedplaylist.com. Musically speaking, I just wanted to chime in and say, Christopher, keep that music going. Turn it up and let it run as long as you freaking want. Lindsay, quit being a buzzkill, talking about levels being too high. That groove was was solid. Uh, More of that as the uh, musically inclined listener that I am. Love the show, though. All right, Luke. I, I, I hear you. I love that song. And, Lindsay, if, if it's too loud, you're too old. <laughs> Luke, you could talk to Lindsay directly. She works on your show. That is his way of talking to me directly. <laughs> and I definitely isolated that one thing for drops for them so oh good i was gonna ask <laughs> they'll probably have it but luke if you only knew how difficult it is to explain the very simple rules of your podcast to our podcast then if you only knew we're gonna do that again right another segment on that <laughs> well if if we can figure out how to listen to five songs on spotify and then vote on them yes we are but it sounds like even that is going to be too difficult so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do we feel like we're up for the challenge? Well, it was pretty hard. I mean, uh, the Spotify Spotify has never been my friend. I've never really gotten used to that player. And, and I feel like there's a lot of like, there's a paywall for the things that you want to do. But it was cool. I moved it over to Apple Music and I listened to it. It was pretty cool. That works too. But yes, we can get into that and much more on the roundup, and I'll do the roundup now. Right? Excellent transition. Yes. 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 Hello. Nailed it. Ow. 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 You get it when you want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. Yeah, I'm slow right now. Like, I'm, <laughs> if you could see me right now, I'm like slumped over in my chair. I feel like a little bit of the sloth and, and, and a little bit of drab of the hut. Just stitch that on a pillow. All right, on the roundup, let's get started with the Gilded playlist. Of course, the producer Lindsay is doing work, and this week she got her own drop. All of those brought to you by uh, Lindsay, who's listening live, who's now also Ooh. sending in her own drops. So here you go. It's just Lindsay. I mean, why doesn't she get a job? What does she do all day? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Apparently, hunts for drops. So, Lindsay, giving your own drops for the Gilded playlist now. That's awesome. And it's still legitimately all from the same show. And what's funny is that there's a character named Luke who's pretty, pretty prominent. But Luke IRL, our Luke, is married to a girl named Natalie, and both of those people are also characters. So, I sent in Natalie drops and Lindsay drops, but both of those characters have like really negative drops associated with them, especially Lindsay. Lindsay does not get a fair shake on that show. <laughs> not interested, sir. It's no bewitched, but I heard it's good. 
I'm not going to spend hours and hours going on a tangent about it, but you should watch it. It's good. And it's very musically oriented. It's for the the Gilded Playlist type that's like super music nerds. You guys would probably enjoy it. I'll watch a show in your honor then. Thank you. I'll give it a shot. All right. Next clip. Uh, they played the track that I submitted. Speaking of 90s grunge, uh, we've got a song by the Butthole Surfers called Pepper. Having a look. we got a split. That's just one man's opinion. Not coming in with any level of consensus among the panel. For the positive side, I have heard of this group band before, but didn't really know much more other than the uh, than the name. As for the song itself, I mean, it's obviously strange, and um, I, can, I can understand it would be off-putting to some, but I kind of just dug the, the vibe that they were capturing. Mm-hmm. The super industrial-sounding drums, very mid-to-late 90s. Um, I, was, I was digging that. So did they like the song or not like the song? Did it get a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Luke and, and Lubbs did not like the song. And uh, Blake was the only one that liked the song. Blake being the youngest one, they're Lindsay. The reason that Lubbs and, uh, and Luke didn't like the song was because they, it had been overplayed in the 90s. They said that if it was 96, that Lubbs would have voted for it. Well, that's not fair. You can't blame the song for being overplayed. Yeah, well, and let me play you a Red Hot Chili Peppers song right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I will say that's a song. The second I hear it, I think of K-Rock. There's some artists and songs I hear, but I don't really think of the artist anymore. I think, oh, right. K-Rock, K-Rock song. Yeah. It, it is. It is specifically a K-Rock song. I picked it because, you know, it was, it was I love the butthole surfers because they're weird as fuck. And it was their more popular song. And I also wanted to hear them say Butthole Surfers. So I could play Butthole Surfers on our podcast. So there you go. It's a circle of life, people. All right, let's go over to the Bean and Alley show, Cup of Tea and a Chat. They brought up Kevin getting engaged. We talked about that with Sluggo. I don't know when Sluggo is going to drop. So we'll talk about it here now. I'm so happy for Marin and Kevin. And I did chat with Kevin this week and he said he never, ever, 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 ever thought he would get married again, yeah. which I get, which I understand. But then you meet Marin Dungey. How can you not get married? Right. You, you, you nail that down. Honestly, all of us would marry Marin Dungey. Of course. Yes. yes. Donna said the exact same thing, by the way. Yeah. Well, if he, if yeah. he wasn't going to, I sure was going to try. I mean, we right. all said the same thing. Right. So by the way, listen, I, again, I don't want to take credit for it. But Marin Dungey, I reached out to her and had her fill in for me when I was taking some time off. Mm-hmm. That's when the spark like happened. That's when they met. That's how they met, right? I mean, come on, guys. It's me. I mean, Hi, yeah, but you, I'm the but, <laughs> but isn't your reward for that that your friends yeah. are happy? Oh my! Honestly, that's all I want. Okay, it sounded that's like you were looking for a check. It sounded like you were looking for a piece of that. Oh no, I was looking for money as well. <laughs> so that is the exact same story that that Sluggo brought up, where they met because uh, she subbed in for Allie. But uh, yeah, congratulations to to Kevin and and Marin. That's a new power couple. Yeah, it is. You know, Kevin's growing up. I guess is what a lot of people are saying. <laughs> and she's yeah. got two girls, right? 
Yes. Are they young or are they teenagers? Uh, they're teenagers. I think so, yeah. Teenagers. Could you imagine having college. Kevin as a stepdad? <laughs> fun yes. Daddy. I know, right? Fun stepdad. I yeah. Know. It's like, come on, let's break into the Grammys, kids. Okay, right? stepdad. Let's go do some fireworks. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Uh, it, it would be great having him as a stepdad until I lose a finger. All right. Next on Cup of Gina chat, Allie. Well, we used to have a segment called Allie Fights. This time she is fighting with a pretty big celebrity. Look, I'm not defending him. No. But there are times where something takes you out of a show. I, I get it, that. If I it seems that. super unreal. Wait, I forgot to read the background on this. I am really, I'm really off because of the way the, <laughs> the, the player is playing. So sorry. She's so, so she's funny. fighting. You know, Allie gets into a fight with Stephen King on Twitter over The Last of Us. But Stephen King's big complaint for the latest episode was the setting and how it didn't look like it was set in Boston, that there was too many mountains. And so Allie commented, or the greatest episode of TV this year, he said, that's what you got out of one of, most, uh, one of the most beautiful episodes of television. So let me hear that. So now I'm going to play you Bean defending him. Oh, my God. <laughs> How long can a moment last? <laughs> Look, I'm not defending him. No. But there are times where something takes you out of a show. I, I get it, that. If I it seems that. super unrealistic, right? There okay. are. Uh, but that doesn't mean you don't still enjoy the show. It doesn't mean you don't still like the show. It's just, Here's oh, what about where that? I'm coming from with this? Okay, yes. I texted you after I watched episode three of The Last of Us. And mm -hmm. I basically was like, can I call in sad for tomorrow's show <laughs> because i have not stopped thinking about this episode to me it was one of the most beautifully well done episodes of television ever so wow. my response to High him praise. my response to stephen king and his nitpicking of something which by the way yeah i know you live in maine and i think only maine you think only maine has trees and stuff 10 miles outside of Boston has some freaking trees okay. and forests. I forgot he was your neighbor, by the way. Totally forgot yeah. well, that you guys were gonna, both in Maine. We're going to have some tea. Did you guys see the episode of The Last of Us? It was great. I loved it. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, me either. I don't have HBO. Mm. Oh, there you go. Well summarized. <laughs> I think we broke that one down, yeah. Well, and, and you know, sports guy and I are really current. We're watching the first season of Cheers. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm going to join in with you. I'd love that show. Let's do that. Yeah. Watch party, you guys. Come on. I I, I never got into Cheers. I, I, oh, it's I so good. Cheers was okay. So watch it. It was like Mash. It oh, please! Seemed... I hate also Mash. a great series. What? It's just really slow. It's on MeT all the damn time, too. I'm trying to watch my Perry Mason and this mash ruining my mood. Yeah, mash was the was the red hot chili peppers of syndication. It oh. was just on every time. <laughs> exactly. But The Last of Us, that, that episode was really good. And it gets high praise from everyone. That's high praise. Uh, except for Stephen King, apparently. <laughs> all right, let's go over to the Ralph report. Uh, Ralph gives us a history lesson on the Talleyrand. All right, on this day in 1754, Charles Maurice de Talleyrand Perigord. That's too many names, man. Was too many born. names. He is known simply as Talleyrand. There you go, because he had too many fucking names. No, because he became so famous, he just went by one name. He's like Cher. He was Talleyrand. Like, he was like Madonna. 
We have a Talleyrand restaurant over here in Burbank. It's named after For this reals? dude. Yes. Wow. He was a grand gourmet, Eddie. Pence. Oh, was he? He was known as the first fork of France. Tell. And mer- many culinary preparations have been created by or named for him. Okay. Talleyrand. I know of the restaurant. It's not. Talleyrand is like a, it's like a diner. It's a shame that they call that restaurant the Talleyrand. I want to eat there. I've never eaten there. Uh, we used to go there for lunch every day <laughs> when the K-Rock studios back in my early radio days yeah. were located there in Burbank. Talleyrand was where we went after the show every day to have lunch and plan the next day's show. <laughs> it was fucking awful. What type of food is it? It's just, it's is it diner French food? food. No, it's diner food. Just, it's a bullshit coffee shop. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm going to go now. There's nothing to do with Now I really want to go. The fine cuisine of Talleyrand. Monsieur Talleyrand. Uh-huh. I'm with you, Eddie. I really want to go. I super want to go now. <laughs> That's yeah. where Dave got his nickname, Half Salad, right? Yes. Uh, we've discussed the Talleyrand in great deal detail before, so I will not bore Lindsay with more discussion of the Talleyrand. I'm just saying, add it to the next meetup list, or you guys. Oh, can, I totally think we should do. You that. guys can broadcast live from the Talleyrand. Us? You, what about you when you come yeah, in? You town? too. If you don't the, want to wait until December, we'll have we we'll have Christmas at the Talleyrand. Christmas at the Talleyrand, yeah. Sounds like a good Hallmark movie. It does. Oh, my God. I want to see this movie. <laughs> Next on the Ralph Report, Ralph was an actual working clown. You know, all the clown talk made me realize. Yeah. And I'd forgotten about this. I had a short-lived business when I was 16 years old yeah. where I delivered, delivered clownograms. You were a clown. I would dress up as a clown, Kip, Kip the clown. Kip the- and I would show up at people's offices and homes and stuff and deliver like singing telegrams you ever get kind of thing. Pulled in and I never once got it. hit on by anyone. No. Do we have any photos of Kip the Clown? I think I must somewhere. There has to be a photo of Kip the Clown. Kip was somewhere. very popular. And the girl, now that I think about it, the girl that I was dating at the time yeah. loved clowns. Huh. And she loved me when I was in my clip crip Kip costume. Crip the clown would be interesting. <laughs> I'm Crip the Clown. <laughs> yeah, she loved Kip, but not, she, we never had sex when I was Kip. Okay, so a little backstory. Thursday's sex you was people that were sexually attracted to clowns or had clown fetishes. So that's where that story came from. But uh, Ralph was 16 when he was dressing up as a clown, going around giving <laughs> singing telegrams. And he wasn't hit on when he was a clown. Well, I don't know this world then. <laughs> i'm surprised i never heard that story before i thought i knew everything about ralph's career what if he came into the restroom in the after school special as a clown <laughs> doing a stephen king it thing it's gonna be a bloodbath <laughs> takes a whole new meaning all comes back to stephen king all right over at janky town uh mugs was exploring the boundaries of human heights mugs can i ask you a question yeah. how high are you right now <laughs> Define how. <laughs> Muggs was high during the whole show. He drank some kind of uh, cannabis-infused drink, and the whole show he was just dropping off. And I have a <laughs> bunch of clips of that. I, I had to spare most most of them, but here's just a few. 
Again, in the Jackademic Decathlon, number <laughs> dose. I, I like it how it's gone from the Jackademic to the Jackadelic. Now you just said the Jackademic. Did I say Jackadelic? You say you said. I don't, you, you, you said it like four different names for it already. Should Rachel get a do-over? Emma, I know you didn't see the results, so do you want to know how they went? Mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, smoke some sativa, dude. Help me out. <laughs> <laughs> smoke some crack. Do something, dude. <laughs> Mugs couldn't even answer that last question. I'm just <laughs> wheezed. But I think he's I think he's the highest when he's talking about the M&M story. You know, the sexy M&Ms. Oh, yeah. Uh, he brought that story in, and this is how that went. In M&M, she was a whore, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> they put this purple M&M out there, and, you know, the green, and Stan put her next to the green M&M, and, you know, that way... She's not so much of a whore. And then, up, oh, up, oh, the green M&M's calling right now. <laughs> you know who that was, Dave? That was the green M&M. Can you believe that? Can you actually wow. believe? <laughs> Were her ears ringing? Does she have ears? <laughs> All right, Dave. Let's talk about it. What you got, baby? <laughs> Did not need that in my ear holes. <laughs> So goddamn high. I could not, I, I could not deal with that. It was just way too. Do you high. remember you messaged us that day and you're like, beer mug is super high. Well, you were right. <laughs> Dave's just trying desperately to drive the podcast, just desperately trying to get it moving. And beer mug is just done. He's essentially falling over, it seems like. <sighs> I don't know how much longer Dave's going to be able to carry the show if they all go like that. This was a regression, I will say. The last couple of episodes before this, Muggs was very engaged, very on it. Um, this time around, he just he was given that cannabis-infused, a THC-infused drink that might have been a little too strong. Just, just a hair. Just a wee bit more powerful than he expected. Well, and from what I'm told... Um, when you smoke weed, it's obviously very different than when you ingest uh, an edible. And so he could have been smoking weed previously and ate the edible. And then once it all kicked in at once, this is what I'm told. Um, it, and then all of a sudden it all yes. kicks in at once. Jen and then you just mellow. Experience with drugs. No, I smoke <laughs> weed all the time. I just smoke it out of a pipe. And I've never had an edible. That's not true. I had a cookie one time and I had the worst headache ever. So I haven't eaten the edibles. But what I'm told is when you combine the two, then it just brings you down. So that might have been the case is all I'm saying. Down to unconsciousness. That's what it does for mugs. <laughs> he managed to get through the show. I mean, they did sign off um, and it was a very entertaining sign off. Well, thanks for uh, joining me. Jank says uh, we'll be better next time. Uh, any last words, Mugs? Was that Bean sneezing? No, that was him farting. Oh, why? <laughs> why indeed? <laughs> this whole setup was just so Christopher could play that. I, honestly. <laughs>
Well, I mean, this was the whole show, basically. I mean, they couldn't really get through any stories or anything. Um, it was just mugs falling out of his chair. <laughs> mugs, if you come on our show, please don't be that high. No, please be that. No, high. please. Yes. Yes. Mugs yes. and I'll get high together beforehand. We can't drag two high people across the finish line. And, no, and we'll bring in sports guy, sports guy and beer mug together. Super oh, high I forgot to tell you, I'm sick that day. Whenever it is. <laughs> separate camera, separate mic. We'll put them over in the corner. It'll just be three people sleeping. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, producer Drew will be on that too. Yeah. Yeah. Or people sleeping. Yeah. Bonus episode. All right. Well, that's the podcast roundup. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, shall we do the flashback that needs no introduction? Sure. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I'll have to add it in later because nothing <laughs> is coming through right. <laughs> Poor Christopher. Um, that was awesome. Hello and welcome to a very special flashback because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback. And now, flashback. A lot of people who are into, you know, one sort of uh, athletic uh, sports, they're really into other ones, too. They, you know, they like to kind of do both. <laughs> that was a moment with me. What? I can't tell you how happy that makes me because that's always me. And that every once in a while is Bean, and I love that. That wasn't you doing a Bean impression, Kevin. Nope. You weren't doing Bean's voice. That was him for once. I find that hard to believe. And now, a moment with Bean. Your calls are up now. Uh, now uh, wait, where? What? <laughs> that was a moment with Bean. 13, 8, 7. <laughs> That's not the real Dick Clark. Don't call for strokes tickets. That was you, Omar. You hit the button. Remember we had the meeting? Oh, yeah, we talked about that? it. Uh, what's wrong with you? And now, a moment with Bean. What's the rush out there, dude? You're afraid the person's going to die of meth labs, you know, something, or what? <laughs> <laughs> I could have asked that better. No, it's perfect. <laughs> that was a moment with Bean. Very nice. Many young people struggle. Well, I certainly do. I'm proud of that. This show's going right over to the Museum of Television and Radio after mm -hmm. the program. I can't wait. Omar's helping, and, too. And now, a moment with Bean. There are a lot of reality shows on the air, and I would suck at all of them because every, it doesn't matter whether I'm watching Fear Fi Fighter or Survivor Factor. or your <laughs> show, Fear, whatever it's called. I that was a moment with Bean. Fear Fighter. <laughs> Many young people struggle. I suck. Fear Fighter. This year on the WB. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Sometimes don't you just wake up and go, I'm an incompetent boob. How do I have this job? Yep. Frequently. I know I do that about you every day. <laughs> and now, a moment with Bean. And what do you suppose Paula Abdul's distinguishable, distinguishable body <laughs> deal is? <laughs> that was a moment with Bean. Oh, she should have that looked at. <laughs> 
<laughs> that distinguishable body deal. I don't know what's going on, you guys. I really don't. And now, a moment with Bean. You're a, you're walking a very thin rope with this job anyway. Do you walk a thin rope, by the way? Yeah, I'm not sure that you do. <laughs> that was a moment with Bean. Thank you, Bean. <laughs> Although I did do the research, Lisa, and it yes. is the skin of your teeth. Oh, alrighty then. Because you were calling me on that one yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I thought it was the skin of your nose. Right. So I, I think it may hair be hair on your chin. I think it may be both. So okay. I, I'm, I was one in one yesterday. We get confused, me more than most, and it's nice for me to sit back and just watch that every once in a while. And that's a moment with Bean. Boy, Bean was bringing it then. When I was didn't that? Recognize a lot of those. Those sounded like really old. Um, yeah, so I've been um, pulling stuff from old older things in the archive, uh, just because as I'm heading into 2010, I'm running into the same things that when we got started, Eddie's uh, segment. So I'm um, trying to vary it up a little bit, mix it up. Love so. it. Any guesses as to what the next segment is? Moments with someone. Would you like to take that back? What? Good guess. Good guess. Okay. I'm <laughs> no like, guess for me if that's what you're waiting for. We lose. Ralph Garman joins us in studio. Uh, you want to hear Kevin's interview with uh, James Cameron nope. from last time? I'd love to. I'd love to hear that. Time. Are you the guy that directed The Abyss? Yes. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty interesting. <laughs> what were we talking to him about? Why did we have James Cameron on talking about the abyss, Ross? Well, you know? funny you should ask, Beam, because I did a little research in the Kevin and Bean archives, and it turns out that this was all a part of a much bigger fiasco than just that interview. We've got to destroy the archive. That's our only hope. <laughs> you guys were talking to James Cameron about the abyss because you were using similar... Uh, technology and and uh, underwater equipment that was used in the filming of that movie for your legendary underwater radio show. Uh-huh. <laughs> you guys did a radio show underwater. We did. That's crazy. Back in the day. But Isn't why? that nuts? Because mm-hmm. it's why wacky. Would we? Because it's wacky. But that can't have been good. No, it can't have been. <laughs> Not at all. And I'd like to show you just how much it couldn't have been. I'd rather you didn't. We could all guess. This is the opening of Kevin Bean's underwater show, where they are just can't believe that they're underwater. <laughs> Here's a taste. It's 106.7 Carrick FM. Pasadena, Los Angeles. Kevin, where the heck are you? I'm behind you a little bit. We are underwater. Why does Bean sound like a chipmunk? Because they're underwater. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing, boys and girls. A lot of people ask me, what did Kevin and Bean do on the show before guys like you or Jimmy Kimmel or Adam Carolla came along to help them out? I said, oh, they did underwater shows and things like that, pretty much. We were scuba diving, and we had on those giant helmets that they have on the moon. And that must have been enormously entertaining for the listeners. Yeah, not really. Hearing... Pretty much all show long. Yeah. Well, it's like being now. What are you what talking to the microphone? <laughs> um, here is Kevin trying to describe. How dare you mock this my powers of description? So good. This stuff is so good. I've been laughing all weekend. What year do you think this show was, by the way? Give us some context here. Well, this is Civil War days, right? This, this has got to be towards the very beginning. Yeah, I think it was 90 or 91. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, here's Kevin using his, his dexterous 
ability with the human language, of the English language, to describe for us what it's like to be underwater. This is another world down here. It's Yep. Yep. Sure yeah, world. It, it's there. like another world. <laughs> and there were fish and swimming. There were fish. In the those, ocean. Are, those are the two things I brought. <laughs> it was another world. It's another world and, and fish. fish were swimming. <laughs> well, that. three things really. Another world, fish were swimming, and then another world. Right. <laughs> right. Sure. But it gets I already, better. I was already out. The show gets better. I can imagine just I just can envision listeners just riveted to their radios listening to this stuff because then Bean launches in to a fascinating Dissertation on the qualities of kelp. <laughs> and you really haven't lived until you hear Kevin and Bean do their kelp chunk. <laughs> Please enjoy Kevin and Bean presenting kelp. We're told that this is the fastest growing plant in the world. It can grow three to four feet a day. It's very common for divers to become tangled in kelp. Uh, of course, the technique, if you do that, is not to panic, but just to slowly turn, and usually you can just let the kelp to release itself. It's possible to cut through it with a knife, or the kelp of this particular variety off the coast of California is edible. So if necessary, you can eat through the kelp. It's also the same kind of kelp that's wrapped in sushi. <laughs> Please, be more kelp facts. Please tell us more about kelp. <laughs> Look, in my defense, and I'm not trying to defend the broadcast because clearly it sucked, but in my defense, we're underwater and we're talking about kelp right. because there's kelp underwater. I mean, it, an idea. it was at least, Don't it was at least do a show underwater. It was at least relevant to what was going on at the time. It wasn't randomly talking about kelp when we had something else going on. You sound like you're breathing helium and <laughs> yeah, at the same time. I, I don't know what that, I but I sure had are, a lot of facts about kelp. You did. I think the suits are pressurized. That's why your voices sound pitched up. Oh, well, how does that make it sound differently? I don't know. I just think it, it changes the, the timber of your voice, no. I think, by the time it reaches the surface. There's a lot of breathing going on. There's there. a lot of breathing yeah. going on. You can't on. get around that because you got the helmet with the microphone inside. But then you start doing crazy things. You start doing stunts underneath the oh, water, I'm which sure I thought was, was amazing. Out of control. I don't know how you managed it, but you guys were attempting, I don't know if you actually were able to do it or not, attempting to high five underwater. <laughs> that was one of your goals. Really? Yes. That was a goal? Five. <laughs> Are you clearing your mask? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Kevin's going to be the okay side. He's clearing his mask. Yeah. We don't, we, <laughs> the world will never know whether you actually performed the high five or not. <laughs> wow. Hey, um, Psycho Mike, you were a rabid Kevin and Bean fan when you were a, a teenager. Do you remember this uh, event at all? Because I honestly have no memory whatsoever of the underwater show. I don't recall this. Because if doubt. I did, I would not work here. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good choice. Line in the sand. <laughs> that's true. Well, uh, at least Mike, you weren't attempted. To, at least they didn't attempt to murder you the way they did another staff member oh, during this God. particular show. What are you show. talking about? You guys remember uh, Mark the Wiffle Boy? Of course. Yeah, yes. he's our our intern slash whipping boy. He's like yeah. your stunt guy. You yeah. just do stuff to him. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently he was down there with you, and so you decided it would be hilarious. And maybe you would get a chance to win the grand prize of America's Funniest Home Videos if you were to turn off his oxygen while you were underwater. (laughs) That happened to me when I was learning to scuba dive, and I know the panic that it causes, so that was probably a funny idea. Here here are you guys uh, turning the, uh, the air off on one of your staff members 
unbeknownst to him, while you're trying to take, take a picture together. Actually, film. They have video cameras down here, so we're figuring this is our chance to film something for America's funniest home videos. Hey, Mark the Wiffle Boy, can you? All right, Mark the Wiffle Boy is going to come over here. All right, we're acting like we're taking a picture with Mark. The guy's there with the video camera, but we're actually doing. If I turn this off here, right? That's the one, right? We're actually trying to submit an entry for America's funniest home videos. So we're going to turn off Mark the Wiffle Boy's ear and just watch him. Mark is smiling and giving us the big okay sign. He's having the time of his life. Okay, go ahead and turn it. Cranking off the air now. Don't feel it in about 10 seconds. Don't feel that. We're smiling and weaving. <laughs> I've got him in a headlock, so he's not actually able to... <laughs> Wait, hold on to him. <laughs> hey, come on, Mark. We're trying to win this $10,000. Hang on, man. Just hold your breath. We're already doing it for Wait, I'm trying to get back to it to get him more air. Hang on. He's starting to turn a little blue. Is that a, is that a problem? Right, here, I got it. I got it. Nice. Oh my god! Nice. Because the guy started panicking and kicked you guys, and had you not gotten back and turned that that dial back, he would have had no oxygen. Right, but he on was the in, floor of the ocean. He was in capable hands. Oh. No, he wasn't. You guys are losers. Wow. Yeah. So I think what I was telling Psycho Mike is, I think well, all things considered, when we really feel poorly about working here on the Kevin Bean Show, it could be worse. You could be trying to kill us. That's true. Well, You're so absolutely any day right. I think I get well. out alive, I think it's a good day on the Kevin and Bean what? Show. Well, it's a good new every perspective. Time, every time you bring something in from the archives, it's a miracle that they let us come into work the following day. Like, how did they hear that show and go, yes, those are our guys. We're bringing it back tomorrow. <laughs> Cutting edge radio. Uh, I'll just say, do not go scuba diving with Kevin and Bean right. Cheese. <laughs> oh, dear. That was your first mistake. Yeah. Well, we can see how their early pranks just didn't quite pan out like their, their later pranks. Right. So this is when they started, right? This is their, their first year in. Yeah. I think they gave them a lot of money to do a lot of uh, traveling because they were competing with, like, Mark and Brian. Right. And if I recall, Mark and Brian did a lot of traveling, and they even had a show where they did stupid things like this a lot of the time who was the it might not have been mark o'brien but there was a morning show where they had somebody they had to drink a bunch of water and some lady died from drinking too much water i don't don't remember but i know i've heard that story yeah but being talked about on the on the podcast this week about going to anchorage going to alaska i think it was anchorage it was a like an island part of Alaska just so they could spend hours in the darkness. And I didn't bring that in because there wasn't much to that. It's just like they went to Alaska. And I think that's all a lot of their early bits were. It was essentially calling foreign countries, but in person. <laughs> okay. Yeah. When they say it, oh, we went to Alaska or we drove forever to get a Christmas tree. You think, oh, that sounds funny. And then in the actual replay, Kind of boring. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Kevin and Bean. Well, it, you know, it evolved from there to where they would send people like to get the Christmas tree. And that's where it would be funny because it was lightning calling in and having his miserable time. And then Kevin and Bean could make fun of it, you know. Right. And, and that's where it became really funny to me. But when they would just go to these places, it may not have been. I mean, looking yeah, back, I think you're it right. might not have been as funny as if someone else happened. went, they could check in, they could joke about it. Yeah, it worked out much better that way. Yeah, but wouldn't you want to be in that meeting 
where you're somebody comes up with the idea, let's do an underwater show. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Maybe that's why Kevin and Bean were angry later in their career. Because in the beginning, they said yes to everything. Maybe. They got to do all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> they're just at the Talleyrand eating like a sandwich and just trying to figure out what they're going to do next. And they come up with going scuba diving and turning off someone's air. Right. Well, we turn off their air. It'll be hilarious. But they were in capable hands. <laughs> and the big thing was they wanted to submit to America's Funniest Home Videos. Kids today can't even imagine that show. Just Right? Wasn't well, that half of YouTube now is doing pranks like that? Yeah, just in a different setting. Yeah, just trying to explain to a kid, okay, people would send in their home videos, like YouTube. No, but it would just come on once a week. Just, and it was a VHS tape. Yes. Yeah, sending in a tape would blow their mind. <laughs> and they all looked really shitty. The, yeah. the tapes all looked really bad. Yeah. <laughs> but America tuned in for it. Sure did. All right. Well, I got to get going. Can you stay one second? I got one clip for you. Is it a fart clip? <laughs> no. Then I'm out. Now, go ahead. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin! No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. Meet the club. 2012. I don't mind. It's young, creepy bee. It's young, creepy bee. We'll get to creepy bean presently. We're doing the week that was January 31st to February 3rd, 2012. This was uh, Petrus came in. I wanted you to hear this, Christopher. Of course, what was he going on and on about? Blake Griffin and the Clippers. Nobody screams in the media room, and you had writers, tenured, ink-stained, wretch basketball writers who are old and gnarled, screaming and yelling as if it was the apocalypse. It's a physical game. <laughs> Lawler. Oh, what a play by Blake. Is it possible to top what he did last year? Uh, do you remember, Christopher, where you were when Blake Griffin dunked on a guy in a regular season game? Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember that being a pretty regular occurrence, and everybody would get really excited, but then he had no other. He had no other game. He had no short game, long game. He just had the I'm going to jump really high and make and embarrass you game exactly but also Lindsay, there's a good blake drop for you something not part of the gilmore girls it's a physical game <laughs> a monster jam by blake there you go right there just cut off the griffin part Flawed. what a play by blake is it possible to top what he did last year there you go another one okay two drops for blake Lindsay. Well, I just wondered if you went to the parade because, you know, the city just went wild for it. They won the championship with that one dunk in January. It was crazy. <laughs> you got to, you know, he was an exciting player that he just didn't develop any other part of his game. I noticed I was going to tell Lindsay and Jen, this is only going to take a second. But Lindsay saw what was coming. She went and got some coffee, I guess. <laughs> it was a perfect time to take a bathroom break. Yes. <laughs> But thank you, Christopher. I will probably use them. Yeah. All right. I got to go. Bye. Okay. Bye. Goodbye, Christopher. Thank you.
All right. Next up, we got a celebrity birthday. This is Paul Shear. I love this guy because he's on How Did This Get Made, which is next to us, our favorite podcast, my favorite podcast. So I noticed that he does have a Kevin and Bean connection. He's been on the show a few times. This is from the How Did This Get Made episode number 57. And it was um, from, Je- oh, I'm sorry, 67. This was Sharknado. So listen to this. I know you were doing a morning show this morning. I did, morning. Kevin and Bean this so morning at 6 in the morning. Stop plugging other radio. <laughs> Guys, don't listen to Kevin and Bean. Don't where plug terrestrial hear, radio. <laughs> where can we hear your appearance on Kevin and Bean? Well, it's podcast itself. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> so that was uh, Paul Ackerman. Scott Ackerman, I'm sorry. He's a producer on How Did This Get Made. He also does comedy Death Ray and comedy Bang Bang Funny Guy. Went on Kevin and Bean, gave him a big shout out on How Did This Get Made. This was from episode 57 from Justin to Kelly, the American Idol movie. Listen to this. I think she looks good. That's she's nice a beautiful woman. Beautiful. For Kelly, but I will say for, for Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. She's a beautiful voice. She looks a one, one of the best voices in America. Yes. Yeah, so they have good taste in music too. Kelly Clarkson, best voice in America. God, I wish uh, Christopher hadn't left. Anyway, Paul Shear, we want you on the show. We want to do a mashup with How Did This Get Made? I'm trying to speak that into existence. Okay, back on things that have nothing to do with nothing. Uh, Ralph brought in some clips about Kim Kardashian. This was when she was getting divorced from uh, Chris Humphreys. And we should feel bad for her. Listen to how sad she was. Oh, poor Kim Kardashian. I don't know if you caught uh, keeping up with the Kardashians this week or not. Oh, but, my God. Oh, I hate that show so much. Kim. You got to feel for her because um, she realizes that her marriage is over at this point on the show. You know, they document everything. Uh, so we get to see the moment she realizes that her marriage is over. In real life, the marriage ended long before the season even began. Yeah. Right. This season? Okay. Yeah. But they have to doctor it up so you can oh, witness it happening in front of your very eyes. You see it fall apart. Here's Kim talking to her sister, Courtney, talking about how much of a failure she feels like because of... The fact that her marriage to Chris Humphreys is not working out. You think I feel good that I, like, met this guy from Minnesota and I feel awful that, like, I made him move out here and, like, changed his whole life and I feel bad for him? I feel sad. I feel bad for the guy. I changed his whole life and he fell in love with me and I fell in love with him and now my feelings have changed. You don't think I feel bad that I invited all these people to this huge wedding and blew everyone out? (laughs) Holy crap. I wasted everyone's time. You know, I wasted everyone's money. Yeah. I wasted everyone's everything, and I feel bad. You don't think I feel bad? No, at 30 years old, I thought I'd be married with kids, and I'm not. And I failed at this, and you think that I don't feel bad? Ugh. Yeah, she seems a little uptight. Yeah, she sure does. Today's That's Chris Humphreys. He dodged a bullet, didn't he? <laughs> Boy, did he ever. You guys probably remember the drop they got from that. You don't think I feel bad? Yeah. You don't think I feel bad? <laughs> Great drop. Not sure if it's worth sitting through a whole season of a terrible show, but uh, let's move forward. Another moment with Kevin. He was on fire in January. Did he continue into February? Kevin is undefeated in January, by the way. And now we're into February. And I think we may have a new moment with the debut later what? on today. I think, today? Back, I think you're back today. Oh, uh, oh, continuing the streak. Oh, we, we, have, have, we have it? It's ready to go? Yeah. Let's bring it. Bring it. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. They're going to do okay with the show regardless. It can take shows years a couple times to really hit their stride. Actually, a complex (laughs) drama can be a bit of a haul the first couple episodes. Well, Kevin said it can take years a couple times. He did say that. Did I say that? (laughs) Yeah. That was A Moment with Kevin. Math, not Kevin's strong suit. (laughs) Okay, here's a weird one. Do you guys remember Blind Melon? 
Remember our band Kerak used to play? Oh yeah, no rain. They had a famous video with the B girl. Yeah. <laughs> it was the B girl's birthday. This is we're going from trivia to esoterica, as I like to say. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Ralph found a way to loop that in with something else. And Heather Deloche, the B girl from the Blind Melon video, she turns twenty nine years old today. I don't even know what that Come is. Come on, Blind Melon. Come on, no rain. That's something else right there, man. It's raining cats and dogs out there today. Can we hear that? Uh, can we get that OC clip that? of uh, Kevin and Lisa no, doing their Blind no Melon outro? We're because we're talking about Blind Melon. No, we're, not, we're talking about the little stupid girl that dressed up like a bee. From what video? For what song? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, could it have been No Rain by Blind Melon? <laughs> I don't have it. I well, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but it's raining in the OC. I know it's crazy. I got to tell you, the traffic is a nightmare. The 405 is jammed. The 5, the 710, they're all gridlocked. Stay safe, stay dry, and let's all pray for sunshine. Let's all pray for sunshine again. <laughs> Every time I hear that, I think, wow, Lisa is good on television. Yeah. <laughs> That's another song. You wouldn't think I would like it, but every time I hear it, I think of Kevin and being a K-Rock. It's kind of catchy, actually. That was a great song. That was, I mean, you got to remember, was. that was early 90s. So you had Blind Mount, STP was coming out, um, Nirvana was, you know, it was, music was changing heavily. And I want to say, didn't she, when that little B girl got married, didn't she have like a B wedding with everyone in Bumblebee outfits? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> So the B girl, in case you were wondering about the B girl, there you go. Uh, Groundhog Day was February the 2nd. In the opening, I'm not going to bring the whole thing, but Omar made a special intro. Nope. Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day, oh, Groundhog Day. Winter predictions are going to happen. Punks are Tommy. Phil. Outside my window, Groundhog Day behind a tree. We wait for Punxsutawney. Phil, is it his shadow that he will see? And it's Groundhog Day. Overruled. Omar on fire for Groundhog's Day. Uh, it's funny we were talking about old air checks because in 2012, Omar found some more from Bean from his old days. And uh, I don't think he was even Flash Phillip here. But anyway, let's listen to a few of those very good stuff. You want to hear some of Bean's humor, his patented humor? This That wasn't it? Oh, no. This this is a clever, clever joke. Is it cheese? Oh. Cheeserific? It's, it's Limburger. <laughs> 95. PGC is WPGC FM Morningside. Heard on more radios than any other household appliance. Oh. It's heard on more radios than any other household appliance. Where's the outrage there? <laughs> See, because it's not, you can't get you that on your You think he's going to say, heard on more radios than any other station, because right. no, it's heard on more radios than any other household appliance. Right. Bean, I'm going to stand up for that joke. That's a good joke. <laughs> Next one up. You know, Bean loves to make the, the antique references. Oh, he's 1860s Bean. Yeah. <laughs> this one, even in 84, was old by 84 standards. Wow. You're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe it. Here's B95 PGC. Good evening. Is this Alfred Hitchcock calling? Is it Alfred Hitchcock? Well, the way you said, good evening. No. I thought maybe you were back from the grave. Well, go ahead then, Alfred. I thought maybe you could. Yeah, she didn't have any idea what you were even talking about. Alfred Hitchcock reference from a 1950s TV show. (laughs) 
<laughs> to a girl who was 17. Right. She's like, Alfred Hitchcock? She doesn't even know who that is. I thought the way you said good oh, evening. The way you said good evening. Maybe he'd come back from the dead. The yeah, dead. I'm being... I'm telling you, he hung up his headphones and he went, yes. Yes, I finally worked in that Hitchcock gag I've been Nailed working on. It. Did we air check that? Yes. That's as ridiculous as doing like an hour of bewitched talk. Come on, Bean. I got a question. Um, I think Bean's mentioned, too, that he's got some old boxes of tapes and things like that that he's lost. Um, but did he record all his radio shows when he was on the air as Flash Phillips? And then I don't remember. No. Bring him into K-Rock so. later. I mean, how did do we have any idea how that worked? I think for the Flash Phillips stuff, a friend of his said he came across some stuff and sent it to him. Okay. And when Ralph mentioned, did this break? He said that Omar found these. I don't know where he found them. Huh, interesting. Okay, last one up. Bean doing live commercials. You know that's going to be good. Bean loves <laughs> live commercials. More than life I itself. do love live commercials. <laughs> well, it's really true. weird. Like, <laughs> the rest of the radio population, as I know it, hates having to do these live reads. Everyone does. And the day I met Bean, he told me if, if I could get my perfect job, it would just be reading commercials. Reading <laughs> commercial <laughs> copy. What are you talking about? Now I know why. It takes a tough. Sorry, what? Now I know why Bean loves the live reads because he can take the live read and then transform it. Oh, no. into some magical comedy. It takes a tough man to make a tender roaster. Purdue, all giant supermarkets have fresh Purdue Prime breasts, drumsticks, and thighs on sale. Why not stop a day and buy some? I want to know if Frank Purdue looked like a chicken before he took over the company, or is it because he hangs around them a lot? Is that what did it? Hmm. The world may never know. He makes it sound like porn. Too. It does. <laughs> it's not, creepy B. It creepy. It's young it creepy B. was young yeah. creepy B. I, hey. I was impressed. Look, I hate this, but I was impressed that I wasn't making any kind of a boob joke. I was just making jokes about the oh, guy who did ran it. the company looking like a chicken. You let's, did it with your voice. Yes, I'm being. Let's hear I'm being again. <laughs> it takes a tough man to make a tender roaster. Purdue. All giant supermarkets have fresh Purdue Prime breasts, drumsticks, and thighs yes. on sale. Why not? Stop and day and buy some. I want to know if Frank Purdue looked like a chicken before he took over the company, or is it because he hangs around them a lot? Is that what did it? Yeah. The world may never know. <laughs> the world doesn't care, but they may never know. That was creepy, Purdue, uh, You don't think I feel chicken. bad? <laughs> Not bad enough. So if you take nothing else from this show, remember, I take a tough man to make a tender roaster. Now, if you want to hear how to do a live commercial, listen to Lisa May. This was on Friday. Those that say if you've seen one hot dog, you've seen them all, Circle K invites you to open your eyes and your mouth 20% wider for their 20% bigger all-beef dogs. Top them off with all the toppings you can handle and enjoy. Circle K premium hot dogs. So much beef! I'm Lisa May with K-Rock Traffic. That's how you do a live commercial. (laughs) I respect it. Right? And that's the week that was. So back to you, Steve. Well, Steve's gone. Back to us. So I got a. So here's another qu- question. When she did uh, commercials like that, because there was a, a few of them, um, I'm assuming that the <clears throat> advertiser knew what was going to happen. Do you think? Or I was just thinking about that, like the, the nature of selling hot dogs, and like understanding that, like that's a running joke like if if they're actually in it or if they just like they're just like whatever i don't care i'm pretty sure they knew by then yeah so i think circle k knew hey kevin and bean are going to make fun of this let's lean into it nice yes it's funny because not a lot of commercials are on the archive Mm because he always cut the Mm -hmm. music and commercials off 
So if you knew something was funny like that one, if you know a commercial's in there, you know it's going to be good. And that was one of my all-time favorites. Right. Excellent. Thank you for joining us on Quitters Never Give Up. We try to keep you up to date on the past, present, and future of Kevin and Bean. Look us up on the socials. Go to our page. Leave us a voicemail. And we'll see you next time. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye, guys. See you next week. <laughs> yeah! I'm sorry, Kevin. That is wrong. I'm just saying. Keep your guard up. Keep your head on a swizzle. And a swivel. Right. Era, era, yeah, bitch, you dirty <laughs> bitch, era. Era, era. I'm proud of that. This show's going right over to the Museum of Television Radio. You know what, man? Um, I've been pretty much like working a lot and trying to keep my head on on the ground or on my shoulders. How do you say it? No, not on the ground. <laughs> You're well. I my mean, feet on the ground. There's a couple of ways you could keep your head down, you know, right. or keep your head on your shoulders. As they say in the in the military or in the Marines. Yeah. This is so beautiful. Is it? Oh. <laughs> but is it? Is it?